Welcome back to another episode of Tales from the Cartridge Bedtime Stories. Tonight, we begin the journey of our protagonist, Ryu, as he begins his ascent through the Street Fighter Tournament. In this 1987 classic, Street Fighter. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this video game story as you fall into a deep sleep. begun. The best fighters from around the world were participating in the street fighter tournament. Only the best of the best were allowed to participate. One of the hopeful participants was Japanese native Ryu. Dressed in his white gi and black belt around his waist, Ryu had trained in the martial arts his whole life. The street fighter tournament was the perfect opportunity for Ryu to prove his strength after all the years of training. Luckily, his first opponent was located in Japan. Traveling on foot, Ryu finally made it to the dojo where he was told his opponent would be waiting for him. Ryu felt the butterflies in his stomach, and he wondered if they were due from excitement or worry. As Ryu approached the dojo, his opponent stood before him. Ryu's opponent's name was Retsu, the now-expelled Shorinji Kempo instructor. Before his expulsion, Retsu had been praised for his ability to use Shorinji Kempo. Ryu guessed that Retsu had participated in the tournament to regain his honor and respect. Retsu was cloaked in a black gi with a shaved head. Putting his bag of belongings down on the ground, Ryu stretched his body out before taking a deep breath and positioning into a fighting stance. Ritsu showed a malicious smile as he followed suit, his fists positioned up and ready to strike. The wind blew as both men stood silent staring at one another. A single leaf from a nearby tree slowly fell to the ground. The leaf gracefully danced through the air, and as it softly touched the ground below, Ryu and Retsu dashed forward towards one another. Their fists connected as they both tried to press forward in a stalemate. Ryu flipped backwards as Retsu jumped forward with a flying sidekick, ramming his foot into Ryu's stomach and sending the young martial artist flying onto his back. Ryu quickly rolled backwards and got back on his feet. Ritsu smiled maliciously as Ryu clenched his fist tighter and took a deep breath. He knew he had to control his anger before it got the better of him. Ritsu dashed in again. A quick fist flew towards Ryu's face as the young martial artist blocked the punch. Back and forth, Ryu and Retsu threw fists, kicks, and blocks at one another. Retsu began to notice his breath becoming more ragged and strained. The power behind his fists was getting weaker. But Ryu did not let up. 
the power behind his attacks did not wane as Ritsu began to get weaker and more tired. Blocking Ritsu's attacks, Ryu connected his fist across Ritsu's face. Ritsu stood dazed as Ryu grabbed his opponent's black gi, rolled backwards onto the ground, and threw Ritsu behind him. Ritsu flew through the air and landed hard onto the ground. His muscles were screaming as he tried to stand back up, but could not anymore. A shadow cast over Ritsu as Ryu stood victorious over his opponent. Ritsu's face began to swell as he tried to smile. He commended Ryu on his strength but reminded the young warrior that he would soon face others just like him, who were also strong. Ryu said nothing as he walked back to his bag of belongings and began to walk away. Ryu walked past a representative of the tournament waiting outside of the dojo, who informed the martial artist of his next opponent. Ryu would be fighting another warrior in Japan, but not like any he had before. Ryu noticed he continued to have the butterflies in his stomach, but his first match showed him why he did. The butterflies were not from worry. No. They came from excitement. The excitement Ryu felt from the fights he would soon have. He smiled as he journeyed to his next opponent. Days and nights went by as Ryu traveled across Japan to his next opponent. He roamed the Japanese countryside for a mysterious man named Geki. As Ryu traveled down a long dirt road, he passed by an old withered tree. He walked by when suddenly, a shuriken spun through the air and landed by his foot. Ryu turned back to the old withered tree to find a ninja dressed in dark blue garb looking down at him. The ninja's face was covered, but Ryu knew who he was. It was his next opponent. Geki jumped from the tree gracefully twisting and spinning through the air as he landed on the ground in front of the young martial artist. Ryu put his bag down and prepared for his fight. The wind blew softly as Geki wasted no time, pulling out a cloth-covered object to reveal a deadly sharp claw called a talon that he secured over the top of his hand. The Talon had three blades. It was extremely deadly if used by the right person. Ryu was never one for weapons, and he did not see that changing anytime soon. Without warning, Geki jumped in, swiping at Ryu with his Talon Claw. Ryu dodged to the side, 
an edge of the talon cutting slightly across his cheek, a small drip of blood coming from it. Geki continued to swipe at Ryu, barely missing the finishing blow. Ryu knew he could not get close to the ninja as long as he had his talon weapon. Ryu looked around, and to his right, noticed the tree as a plan formulated in his mind. He slowly moved over to the tree, leading Geki to it. Ryu's back touched against the tree as Geki rushed forward trying to stab the young martial artist and secure his victory. It was exactly how Ryu hoped Geki would react. At the last second, Ryu sidestepped just in time for Geki to sink his talons into the tree. Quickly, the ninja tried to pull his deadly weapon from the tree trunk, but was too slow, as Ryu side-kicked Geki's hand as hard as he could. The kick connected against Geki's hand with such power that it broke the ninja's talon off, leaving the sharp knives embedded in the tree. Geki fell to the side, holding his possibly broken hand. He realized he took his eyes off Ryu for too long as he looked up to find the martial artist coming down upon him. Ryu's right foot connected against Geki's face, knocking out the ninja and solidifying Ryu's second victory. Ryu wiped away the blood from his cheek and walked over to his bag lying on the ground. He began to walk away as again he ran into another street fighter tournament representative who approached Ryu. Ryu was informed of his next fight that would be taking place in the United States. Ryu's eyes widened as a smile formed on his face. New opponents in a new country. The butterflies continued to swarm in his stomach as he was escorted to a private jet that would take him to America. After a plane ride that felt like forever, Ryu left the plane, needing to release some of his pent-up energy. Luckily, the street fighter representative set up a taxi ride for the fighter to take him to his next bout. The taxi ride was short, as Ryu was let out at a rail yard. Resting trains littered the rails as Ryu looked around for his next foe. From behind a nearby train, a man stepped out. He wore only dark red pants with black shoes. His short, blonde hair was spiked as he smiled confidently at Ryu. The man's name was Joe, and he was known in the underground fighting world as a full-contact karate champion. Ryu could tell the man was experienced and dropped his things to prepare. Joe followed suit. Both fighters stood silently as the horn of a train sounded off. Quickly, Ryu and
and Joe charged at one another. Joe's strikes were strong. Ryu understood that strength came from speed and weight, and Joe had both. The American was light on his feet, while his strikes were backed by extreme power. Ryu felt overwhelmed as Joe continued his barrage of attacks. The young martial artists fought back, and each fighter landed punches and kicks against one another. Ryu knew that he wouldn't last long at the rate he was going. A quick front kick sent Joe back, but not for long as the American jumped forward at Ryu with a flying sidekick. The attack landed against Ryu, sending him back, but still on his feet. Ryu knew a slugfest was not going to be the best way to approach the fight. He had to use one of his special techniques, taught to him by his master. The powerful move of the Shoryuken. An uppercut so strong that it sends Ryu high into the air and causes his opponent to take massive damage. Joe weaved back and forth, his karate on par with Ryu's martial arts. At least, that's what Joe thought, not knowing Ryu's plan. Joe dashed in and threw out a right hook at Ryu who was able to duck down underneath it. The young martial artist pulled back his right arm and prepared himself, using as much strength as he could muster. Ryu pushed up and smashed his right fist straight under Joe's chin. Ryu's Soryuken connected as it shot Joe straight into the air and caused him to land hard back on the ground. The underworld champion was knocked out cold. Catching his breath, Ryu stood over Joe victorious. He thought to himself, realizing his opponents would only be strong worth every fight as he progressed through the tournament. Ryu knew he had to reflect and learn from each fighter or else he might be the next one whose journey ends. The butterflies in Ryu's stomach continued to be present. His excitement continued to build. The street fighter representative stood off in the distance and smiled at Ryu as the warrior walked up to them. Ryu learned of his next opponent, a former heavyweight boxer. Ryu had never faced a boxer before. He smiled as he walked to his next fight. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Bedtime Stories. We'll be back with the second part of our Street Fighter story in the coming weeks. Please let us know what you think of our bedtime stories on our social media or emailing us at talesfromthecartridge at gmail.com. All of the E's are threes. We'd love to know what you like, don't like, and the stories you'd like us to cover next. But for now, we hope that you're sleeping well 